Welcome to Face Value with me, Brock Elbank. I'm a London-based photographer who over the past decade has documented well over 500 incredible human beings from around the world for various portrait series, including beards, freckles, vitiligo, CMN, and most recently scars, with a simple aim to raise body positive and mental health awareness through my Instagram page, Mr. Elbank. This podcast, in conjunction with the Brock Elbank Foundation, goes back through my archive and has conversations with former subjects for these series to discuss their incredible journeys and inspiring stories. So please sit back, relax and enjoy. Thank you for listening. Good morning, Lucy. Welcome to Face Valley with Brock Elbank. This is episode 10 and um, I'm going to let Lucy introduce herself in a moment. Um, but I met Lucy in March of 2019, just before um, How Do You See Me Now, which is an exhibition I did for Caring Matters Now, started. So good morning, Lucy. Good morning. And uh, lovely to see your face. The hair, listeners, Lucy's hair, it's almost, it's like a lioness. <laughs> Uh, it's it's incredible. It's, it's the beach look. It's very rare that I get hair envy, being like a boiled egg that I am. But I've got. To, it was the first thing I said, wasn't it? When you it when was. we got on Facetime, I was like, it "Blimey!" Was. So, Lucy, thank you so much for coming on today and doing oh, this. I think welcome. you've got a more than a worthy journey that I think needs to be shared. If you could just introduce yourself quickly and explain how we met please so my name's lucy um so we met actually i was um on instagram and there was a lady on there that had the same skin as me so obviously i followed her um and then she reached out one day and said oh my god i'm going to this thing in london and there's other people with our skin and i thought do I go? Do I go? Because it was a little bit like my special secret and I had never met anyone with it before and it was all a bit, is this what I have? Anyway, I did decide to go. I went all on my own because I was at the time really embarrassed to show everybody or anybody close to me this is what I have. And I went all on my own not knowing what to expect. Best day, um, I was buzzing from it when I come home, met some amazing people and that's where I met you. It was indeed, Lucy. A very good introduction. Could you just also uh, tell everyone what your amazing skin is, or so what you I have? Yeah, so I've got giant CMN. Um, the what it stands for is I can't really pronounce it. Still. Neither of us can. We need Jodie Whitehouse as a as a yeah. phoning guest. But well, what? I only called it a birthmark up until the day I met you, and then I and now I say I've got CMN because I didn't actually know what I had and what it was called. So I just used to say I have birthmarks because I thought yeah. it was just too rare that nobody'd understand. Well, I mean, the I mean Lucy and I photographed together and it was April I think uh, 2019 because the show was in March and I think it took a few weeks for us to get a date in the book and yeah. I, I I sort of insisted that you came over for for a uh, for a portrait 
But just to explain from from my end and my what I recollect from from this amazing human being is that a couple of days before How Do You See Me Now went live, I got a, a DM from you on, on Instagram inquiring about how much the tickets were for the show. <laughs> and, I, and I said, well, first of all, I wouldn't charge people to come and see my work. I mean, generally, I'd probably <laughs> be paying people to come and see me or my work, not because of the people. But I said it was because it was. I've been commissioned by the charity Caring Matters Now, who do yeah. an incredible job and have done. They're on their twenty fifth anniversary this year. Um, and I said to you, I said, you know, it's free to the public. It, it it opens on the Friday morning. And I said, if you, you know, feel free to come down. And you'd sort of said, is there going to be anybody there with CMN? And I said. There should be dozens of people there that we photographed, but what I remember, and I've, and I've, and I'm not just saying this, Lucy. I've told this story hundreds of times because it is one of the best moments of the work I've ever done. Okay, was when you turned up and we were doing some. I think we were being interviewed by the some news team or something in the in the gallery. And you turned up looking fierce in your, you know, skinny jeans and a T-shirt and your heels <laughs> and your fierce hair. But seeing you interact with all the other subjects that we'd shot, it was yeah. it was just phenomenal. So I'm going to let you yeah. dive in because the one thing you said to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, you said it was the first time you'd ever worn a T-shirt out in public. Yeah, true. So I turned up and I had my coat on and I had a short sleeve T-shirt underneath, which I never, ever do. And I'd done it because I thought if somebody, you know, wanted to see it or there was someone there with the same thing, I can kind of say, me too. But I didn't expect to take my coat off or anything like that. But once I got there and I started talking to these people, I felt like I was something, part of something. I felt so proud to take my jacket off and be like, I'm part of this too, like I'm one of you. I've never, ever felt like that before. Um, I smiled all the way home because like, I just felt, oh, I'm not the only one. And actually, it's so amazing to be part of this and, and to be different. I mean, genuinely, it's just, it, it really does get to me. And I, I mean, we're going to sort of delve into this as, as we chat for the, for, the, for the hour, Lucy. But just to kind of go back, I mean, you sort of mentioned there, I mean, you're sort of mid-late 30s, which I hope you don't mind. I mean, it's a, no. I mean, a, a child compared to me who's nearing the half century. But um, you did say very early on that, you know, growing up, you just didn't know anybody else mm -mm. with similar skin no. to yourself. no. As as a child, um, I mean, we're going to go. We'll go right back to the start soon. But as a child, growing up, not knowing another person with, I mean, you have got mm. phenomenal skin. Um, mm. What what was that like? Yeah, I had a rough start. Not going to lie, it was difficult. If somebody had told me then what I know now, maybe it would have been different. Um, so I've got five brothers and sisters. Quite. Um, how can I say this? They're all beautiful people, <laughs> um, shallow at times. But I was born and obviously my mum and dad struggled with it. So I was put up mm. for adoption. Um, I lived in hospital for quite a long time. They didn't know what it was. I think they asked my mum if she'd been with 
um, a black man. They just literally didn't know Are who it was. Are you serious? Yeah, they asked my mum if she'd been with a black man. Um, I mean, that, this was that... 38 years ago, so things but have changed. Just... There wasn't social media. She'd never even wow. um, seen anybody. And I've got giant CMN, so it's you get all different sizes, and mine's giant. So from the... Could you... Uh, could... Yeah, could you explain your coverage, yeah, sure. so please? From literally the top of my neck, almost on my face a little, all the way to the bottom of my back, both of my arms to my elbow, the whole of my front except for my belly, um, are completely brown, obviously comes with tumours as well, that I've had some removed, some I haven't. Um, and then the rest of me, you get satellites, so then the moles grow and obviously they range from big ones to little ones, completely covered. So there's not an area of my body where I'm not covered. Obviously, they grow hair. Um, so I covered up straight away from a really young age. Um, tried lots of different surgeries. I mean, so many different surgeries. Had chemical pill, which literally just burnt. I'd wake up and my neck would be stuck to my pillow where they tried to lighten my neck and it was just burning layers of skin off. So I'd wake up and as a young child, I mean, I've got children that age now, I couldn't imagine them going through that, waking up and my skin was stuck to the pillow where it would just peel off. I ended up in the burns unit. They just tried so much to help me. How, how um, old were you when you were getting that, that it done? It started from, from newborn, so operation straight away. I've got pictures of me like a mummy, completely mummified, where I had dermabrasion, where they tried to remove the whole body's worth of skin, just peel it off. Nothing Blimey. ever worked. Just all, purely so of because of the, because I mean the the prime primary cause and and goal for caring matters now was to find a mm. what CMM was and b mm. see how it how it mm. happens and c is there a cure or how it can be treated. Yeah. and I think mm. when when Lucy um, who was at caring matters, and I sent me the email and I spoke with Jody. Um, it, you know, as Jody said, you know, there was just nobody knew anything. I mean, the fact that the doctor, you know, inquired whether mm -hmm. your mother had, had slept yeah. with, with 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 a you know yeah, a black man is mm -hmm. is the level of ignorance and mm. yeah, it's almost it's uncomfortable mm -hmm. to to hear that comment mm. uh, for me. But I think now. Um, we've got a, a virtual exhibition that how do you see me now virtual exhibition is now happening in in the US with with the caring matters now sort of sister charity over there and and you know it's out there you know what what mm. caring matters set out to do when they commission me to do the series it's just to to teach people oh, and amazing, show yeah. people you know oh yeah so for you to endure all of that physical mm. and mental pain as a mm. child. Yeah. And you I think I went more, I think I went through more than what even my family knew. Mm. Um, I think when you, when you are faced with something like this, you've got no choice to be really strong. And I think I dealt with a lot on my own. So even from a young age at school, I knew I was different from a very young age, get changed in the toilet, um, wear three pairs of tights all through high school. I wouldn't even have one pair of tights because you can see it through the tights so I'd wear three pairs of tights mm. um, so I was almost drawing attention to myself for how covered I actually was yeah um, but that's, and it wasn't that's just that naivety probably you. though isn't it mm. as a mm. child I think you know you'd, I mean I know seeing my near 13 year old 
how I think you become quite self-obsessed with your mm. appearance as you yeah. go towards teenage. You know, you're looking at you know how tall you are, how hairy you are, how yeah. spotty you are, or, or whatever. You know, mm. have you got a six pack? Have you are you overweight? All this, that, and the other, and you. T- always comparing yourself to more mature kids mm. or you know more immature kids but to be in a position where you uh, you know even the doctors the specialists have no idea mm. what you have at that point you must have mm. felt quite lost awful as a child i mean hearing and it's funny because as you grow up you remember some of them conversations and you remember and it sticks in your mind you know conversations i overheard you know, Lucy must get a good job because, you know, she's never going to get married and so she needs to have a good job behind her to be able to support herself. It was always who, like that who in my was mind. Say, who was saying that? Yeah, and it would be people close. It would be really family members. That was... Yeah, would, your become... own family. And, and at the wow. time, I mean, now I realise, but at the time it was like, they're absolutely right. They're absolutely right and I should get a good job because it's true what they're saying. But as I've grown up... Actually, no, that's so wrong. Um, I mean, that, but it's that's... done so much wonders for my kids because it's never been an issue. They would never look at people that look different. Um, so it's it's had its positives as well. Mm. Yeah, they've they've been taught. They've learned. Oh, it's not about yeah. being taught. It's about learning and, and learning the right yeah, way. So some people are ignorant. So I mean. <sighs> The, the fact that your own family mm. are commenting and, 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 and this is a, a common mm. strand throughout every single episode that we're doing is that, that individuals are unkind for absolutely mm. no reason. Mm-hmm. There is no... Instead of nurturing you, supporting you, um, making comments like that, mm. I mean, the fact that we're discussing this uh, in your late 30s and it's mm. the first thing that you bring up speaks volumes in my opinion mm. I mean you can I, mean, yeah, I, I think um, some of I mean I won't mention names but some had that that way of dealing with it but then others I think they loved me and cared for me and wanted to protect me so you mm. know this is the reason I have long hair cover your neck and I used to wear my hair in front of my neck so it was my it was like a comfort to me a to shield. have my hair around my it neck was a shield yeah, and, and still to this day, I always have long hair. Yeah, but you've got fierce hair. I mean, that, like, I mean I'm going to say it again, Lucy. I mean, it was a f- now because I, I love mean, my hair, I, but before it was, it was because I need it. It was a shield, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think some of the family members were more protective. Like, you know, you shouldn't go swimming and you, you don't want people looking at you and, you know, you cover up. And I think it's because they love me and want to protect me. I didn't want you to... Yeah, ridiculed. but at the same time, yeah. I grabbed life now with both hands and I'm exp- in loving it and mm. this is what I look like and if you don't like it, then it's not my problem, it's yours. Um, and actually, well the people said. I've got in my life, like my partner, it's what he loves about me most. He loves the fact that I'm so different. And um, your partner's name is? My partner's name's Neil. Neil, shout out and to he's Neil. Just been, Who better be listening to this? Neil, <laughs> <laughs> since since I met Neil in six six years ago, mm. he wouldn't let me get changed in the bathroom. Not that he wouldn't let me, but he wanted me mm. to be so comfortable and wear this dress. Mm. And why can't mm. you wear that dress? I said, but I can't wear things like that. I can't wear me. And he'd be like, why not? I'd be like, because it shows my arm. And he'd be like, so? 
Like, to him, it's like, why can't you? You've got, mm. you're, you're able to put on what everyone else can put on. It's your choice. And now I wear, we go on holiday and I wear my legs out and it's just been, oh, it's been lovely feeling the sea on my Neil, legs. Neil sounds I've like, missed out on that. Yeah. I mean, Neil sounds like he should be nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, I mean, he's what great. a guy. He's great, yeah. I love Neil. I mean, he says to me, because he's, he's really short, he's only five foot four. And he says... Uh, yeah, hang on, there's nothing wrong me. with being short. I'm only five yeah, foot so seven. This, all good things. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but it's the same thing. He could have a complex because he's short. Mm. But it doesn't change who he is. No. Um, and I think that's the most important thing. I've got lots of friends, great friends. Um, Lucy, you know, the, I've been married, really I've got is. children. In, absolutely incredible. I love Neil. I've never met the guy, mm. but I just like the sound... He, sa he sounds like my kind mm. of guy. Oh, he, like, he literally so, would. Yeah. When, I first, when we got together, it was going through that whole, how do I explain this is what I've got? And I used to sleep with my clothes on, wake up in the night and do my makeup. So in the morning, you know, hopefully, and I thought this is a secret, he'll never know. And obviously he could tell there was something, but it just didn't bother him. And it took such a long time. I'd say, I've got a birthmark on my neck. And they'll say, well, actually, it goes on my back a little bit. Well, actually, it goes... Mm. And it took so long to say, well, actually, it's literally the whole of my body. And it just wasn't an issue. He'd be like, I love it. You look like marble. It's so different. Like, you just... He loves that. And that's how it should be. And that's how it should be. Yeah, totally agree. I love, I love Neil. Tell him I, I love My daughter, him. one of my daughters got a mole <laughs> on her nose. It's mm. quite a big mole on her nose, brown mole. Mm. And I say, I love that little mole on you because it really just suits who she is. And she says, oh, I love my mole. Like, she just wouldn't say, oh, I need to get rid of this mole. Like, she loves it because it's her face and it suits her. So yeah. it's kind of like that. This no, is I me. Think, I, I think, think without it, I would be, I'd be a different person. Lucy, to hear you now speak yeah, like this, it's, yeah. it's just... I mean, you. I look back. I think, why did you miss out on that party? Why didn't I? Didn't go abroad. My family would go abroad, and I wouldn't go, and I'd be indoors, and all my brothers and sisters abroad. I think I can't go abroad because I can't wear a bikini. I can't go. But now we book up holidays every year, especially since meeting you. That since then, so much has changed. I own dresses now, and I'm I'm not where I want to be, but I'm definitely better. I go on holidays, have my legs out, I get in pictures. And I think, what a great... I don't look and go look at her legs. I think, what a great time you've had and how nice is that dress kind of thing. So it's just... It's, it's, Lucy, it's, it's really good. I, I recall... Um, I've, I've, my brain works in very odd ways and I, there are poignant conversations, messages, emails that I receive that just are logged and banked, you know, in the, in mm. the brain. Um, and to, to explain from what happened from my side so lucy got in touch inquired about the show came down was an absolute warrior met all of the subjects had an absolute blast and it was it was an absolute privilege to just see the whole morning unfold it really was and then i felt that the next step for you was to if you wanted to come and have a portrait done the same process as everybody else, so you could see your skin and yourself in a natural state, okay? You then came over without any makeup on. Oh, my God, I remember that day. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I remember that. I'm going to let you dive in here at this point because you, you yeah, know, you're so sort of saying. I remember that day. I came on the train and you said we're going to have a natural photo. I normally, I always plaster myself in makeup. I have my big hair, my big earrings. And I thought, well, there's no point doing, you know, I need to be brave. I'm going to practice not having makeup all the way on the train. Well, obviously, you get to the train station, there's other humans. And I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't even look at anybody in the eye. Like, I literally looked at the floor the whole way because I had no makeup on. So, in my mind, the whole train is staring at me. Not that they was, <laughs> but in my mind, they was. And I walked to your house and I had no makeup. And I just felt naked, like my secret is a little bit exposed, kind of thing. But you was literally so, made me feel so relaxed. And then as soon as I got into your house and I saw some of your work, it was like, I'm really proud to be one of your subjects and looking at all the amazing people that you've met. Including you. Yeah, including me, yeah, exactly. I felt so happy after that because it was like not hiding my skin. It was like celebrating, look at me, look how different I am, kind of feeling. And I just felt really proud, almost this sounds really weird, but almost proud to have this skin, this unusual skin. And why, and why not? I think... Yeah, and why not? I, I've, as I say to everybody that we, we document for whatever the series is, I see you being unique as a strength. Who, who wants mm. to be a sheep and part of the crowd? Oh, you I'm, know? I totally why, agree why, now. why on earth um, would anybody want to just blend in? And the there's, there's a quote from Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, who was obviously the bodybuilding god in the, in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And I can't remember the quote word for word, but it's, it's along the lines of, you know, you, you, you have one life here. You know, stand mm. out from the crowd. Do something yeah. extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Why on earth do you want to just blend in with all the other mm-hmm. sheep? And it, yeah. and it's very very true. And I try mm. and explain to my, you know, kids is that everybody has a gift. You know, mm. maybe you don't. It takes you forty years to find out what that gift is. You know, maybe you stumble across it. Whatever, but. When kids are at school, all they want to do is is fit in, be part of the crowd, because kids can be brutally, you mm. know, challenging to other kids. But I never wanted to be... I was always a bit of a lone wolf and always have been. And I think that if you do stand out physically, you've got to mm. utilise that to your as mm-hmm. a strength and utilise it. Mm. I mean, the way you speak now, the way... You know, we're looking at each other on FaceTime. Mm. The confidence within your face. I mean, you were... Mm. It's in, it really is amazing. And to go back mm. to the day um, when we shot, I mean, it, you were taking such a massive, massive step. Massive, yeah. And then, you know, you see the results. I sent you the photos. Mm. And about... Well, you know, Lucy and I had a fair bit of correspondence via Instagram for, for several weeks, even months, I would say. And I'd sort of check in and, you you know, see how, how you were progressing and stuff. And I remember one night, and it was about 10.30 at night, and poising, a case in point was that you'd always said, you know, you'd cover up, you never wore shorts, you never went on a beach holiday, you know, you didn't do any of these things with your kids. No. 
and he just sent me a message. Never been swimming with my kids Never before. been swimming. And it gives me goosebumps, and I'm not joking. Mm. And you sent me this message, and it said, Brock, I've bought a pair of shorts, and we've, we've mm -hmm. booked a, a beach holiday with a pool. Mm -hmm. And I actually cried. Yeah. I actually... Had the I was best just like, time. It was amazing. It absolutely uh, just yeah. so... I mean... I didn't get a postcard. I didn't get any rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just having too much fun. I'm joking. Time. I'm joking. Uh -huh. No, it was but amazing. It was, just... it was amazing. It was. I used to buy, and I think I'm still like it now. I'd buy my daughters every clothes I could never ever wear. Please wear. wear it. She'd say, I don't like that top. Please wear it because I yeah. would love to wear it. Just living, living now I'm your them life. Shorts when I go yeah. Away. Living your life. I mean, Cambodia. Them. We went to Cambodia, and they're not really educated at all. So they were kind of following me around, taking pictures. Mm. So I went through all the motions, getting upset. And then I thought, well, you know, it's 30 odd degrees and I just fronted it, mm. completely forgot about it. But actually, they wasn't doing it to be mean. Mm. They was doing it they because were, they'd they're never intrigued. seen anything like intrigued. it. They'd be like, what happened to your leg? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. And then she'd go, have some melon. Like, really have nice to melon. me. Have some melon. You can have lemon. Like, they, they were so nice you... to me, but they were just curious. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I remember when, I mean, our kids are, were born in Australia. My Sarah's from Sydney, right? And we went via Hong Kong to come back to London one time. And Olive, as a baby, was white blonde hair. And Olive's got, mm. anyone who knows Olive, has these piercing green mm. eyes. I mean, they are... They're like two beacons, like Beautiful, headlamps. Yeah. So fair hair and these incredible eyes. Mm. And Olive was eight months old. So we were walking around Hong Kong. You know, we try and take the kids to as many different cultures and countries mm -hmm. as possible. Wow, you know, yeah. bef before COVID and Brexit, obviously. Bless them. Um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I would have Olive in a, you know, baby Bjorn. Um, that little plug for Baby Bjorn there. If they want to sponsor this this episode, feel free to send us some cash. Um, <laughs> so we would we would go down an escalator, and you, everybody was nudging, getting their phones out, videoing Olive, taking pictures mm -hmm. because they because of her colouring, just never because seen it's different. any. And it was, it was literally like, how, uh, you know, mm -hmm. we, were, we were there and I was like, I said, it's like having David Beckham in a baby beyond. It's not beyond. always a negative thing. No, it wasn't, but it's it was just, they, it was incredible, is, you know. Yeah, um, And I think society now is, you know, if there's a, 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 you know, an explosion, everyone's not helping, they're just filming it and putting it on mm -hmm. YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's right. So to dive back, Lucy, um, to, I mean, obviously the... the your current uh, destination and where you're heading is is amazing. But mm. as you were sort of saying, early life, you were covering up, um, you're having all yeah. of these procedures mm. and skin peels and all this, that and the other. Mm. Mm. When we shot, you mentioned you'd been in for some laser treatment and there was this horrendous accident where yeah so i was five when i was five years old it's ironic really because i was having an operation on my toe <laughs> i right. had another tumor to be removed on my toe another operation um and i was five and they removed the tumor fine but during the operation a hot laser had fallen and it was laying across my tummy the only 
tiny bit that I had that wasn't marked. Um, and they only realised it had fallen because of the smell of the burning flesh. So it burnt through my stomach. And luckily, I had my face turned to the side, so it missed my face. And it burnt right through. So then it becomes sorting my belly out. And then I was in, obviously in hospital a long time because of that. I've got a huge scar now going from my belly all the way up to add to, to, to the rest of them. Um, yeah, so, and then my mum did sue them and it went to court and she said, you know, <laughs> it was their only bit of good skin and you've burnt through it. And I think she did get a big payout that was put in a trust fund. But um, <laughs> when I turned 18, she'd actually spent it. Uh, yeah. Serious? <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. Blimey. Blimey, blimey. Um, yeah. But, well, I but think yeah, we so may, maybe we happen. need to get you back for the Scars series. I mean, yeah. we could double you up. We can we do... Double you up, yeah. Because I think... <laughs> I'm your girl. The thing was, when we, when we did your series, which was for the CMN, you know, it was... Mm. It was so you're part, you are now officially part of the CMN family that we've, we documented. Yay. But I remember you mentioning this and i i was just sort of there scratching my oh, head I could write a book i could write a book but i think you should i should so oh, it'd be an interesting read so as you sort of head towards teenage years hormones you mm. know you're going from being a, a child to a young woman mm. um which at the best of times i think anybody going through puberty mm. it's i mean i wouldn't want i wouldn't yeah. want to go back that's mm. for sure how and you're sort of saying you're covering up I, I do remember from when we photographed lucy that you used to say when you used to have sleepovers you'd be in full pajamas oh, full yeah. face of makeup yeah i mean did you have any of your friends that knew anything or were you just they sort kind of, of knew that i had it but it was something and it's, this is this is really strange because Growing up, only the last few years, it was something we did not speak about. It was something, you know, we just don't mention. It was like a very secret source subject. Everybody knew, but it was something we don't discuss because I was. So, it was such a touchy subject for me. It was like, this is my secret. Just pretend you don't know. If there was a party, I just wouldn't go. Um, even dating as a teenager, um, that I would say, we, we can meet, but only at night time. I wouldn't meet in the day. We could only meet at night because at night it would be dark. So then I'd feel more comfortable about my face. Welcome back. Uh, we just had a slight technical hitch there. It's all good. We are back with the fierce Lucy. With, with We are back in business. We were discussing teenage dating, which I think in itself would be an episode, if not a whole series. Crikey, what 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 a, a melting pot of emotions that is! So you were saying, Lucy, that that going going on dates, you you would only date at night because it was dark. Yeah, would only go and meet them at night because I'd be so worried I'm going to look different in the day because the light's brighter on my face. That's how extreme it was. I mean, if it was hot, there was no chance I was going to meet anybody. I'd be so embarrassed that I was all covered up. I remember you saying to me that you always used to carry a safety pin. That you used to... Always. I still do now sometimes. Can you explain why you did this? Because that, that again was something that you... Um, because around your neckline, I liked it tight. So around your neckline, if you've got a loose shirt or... Um, I mean, I wear shirts now with little buttons and I'll sometimes have the top button undone. 
But years ago, it would be a full roll neck. Mm. No shirt, no round neck. It would be from the bottom of my chin, 100 degrees, whatever. That's what I'd be wearing. So when I then started to wear and be brave and wear the collars... Um, I would then put a safety pin in the back to pull it very tight so I feel secure. Otherwise, I'd feel naked. I would literally feel like I had no clothes on if I could feel a bit breezy around my neck because it was so different for me. I didn't feel safe. Wow. So I always had little safety pins on me to put one in the back of my shirt to feel secure. Uh, I mean, I do recall all, all you discussing all of this with me, Lucy, and... Mm. and yeah. When I look it's back, just... actually, when I look back, I was, um, I was going through my drawers, actually, not long ago. And in my sort of memory stuff, I found the nighty that I gave birth to my son and or my daughter in. And the, 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 how much I've changed is, is unreal because I'd even sewn up the nighty. My bump was so big, so I needed a really long nighty. Mm. But I was so embarrassed to give birth in front of the midwife with this nighty on that had a V-neck. I sewed up before the birth, the neck, so it sewed all the way up to almost my chin. So, and that was my outfit to give birth in. And I remember being in so much pain giving birth, but I still made sure that I was covered during that time. I mean, now, it, I would not even think about that. But, um, yeah, I spent one of my marriages, the whole marriage, getting changed in the bathroom um, because that's just the way I was. And he accepted that this is the way she is. This is how she likes to live. So, yeah, even giving birth to my children, I would have a high neck on, even in front of the nurse. I would, I would, I would be covered up. Oh, we've lost an AirPod. Hold on one second. I mean, listen, listening <laughs> to that, Lucy, I mean, it, it, to be honest, it just breaks my heart. It it really yeah. really does. It did me when I pulled the nighty out. Yeah. But I think also, it also shows, like you say, how far you have come and and where you are now. I mean, it's just. It... Oh, I'm such a strong person for it. Yeah, I'm really proud of the person that I am. I'm really strong. I'm really confident. I'm really chatty. It's not affected who I am at all. Um. I feel like my, my children, it's installed a lot of good things in my children. Yeah. I mean, appearance, everybody, it takes pride in their appearance, but to not judge or anybody for something they have no control over. I think that's it. Um, and actually appreciate yeah, them. And I think people, um, people need, I mean, I think this is why charities like Caring Matters Now, it is first and foremost, it's A, it's a support for, for new families and what have you, but oh. it's also... Mm -hmm. about understanding and uh, presenting the condition in a way that people can learn and not mm. judge. And and it is just skin at the end of the day. It mm. And I think sometimes with all the operations and the surgeries, sometimes, well, for me, sometimes it caused more harm than good because I had a big, I had big brown nevus on my hand tumor they removed it all and it actually caused my little finger to be bent so now it's sort of a bit i get a little bit of arthritis in my little finger because it's so bent through them trying to remove the well, brown mark for jump, cosmetic jump, reasons now jump I've got a bent the queue with with arthritis i mean i've got arthritis in my index finger from grading <laughs> yeah. pictures yeah but i think mine's age 
And then they said, let's straighten it. Let's straighten it. We'll do an operation. We'll straighten your finger. So they put a big metal rod in it and I went for all of that. It's still bent. It's probably more bent than it was before. So I just shouldn't have really bothered. Yeah. Um, and I did. they did offer me an operation when I was young to insert balloons, drill down the side of your mm. skull, put balloons in each of your cheeks. Uh, twice a week, you have some salty water injections mm. which inflates your cheeks. Yeah, stretch And then you have this loose skin mm. and then stretch it down. Mm. And back then I thought, oh my God, I'm going to have a white mm. neck, you know, yes. And the doctor said, you know, only one thing, your eyes might be really, really droopy, but you'll have a white neck. Mm. And I thought, no, I don't really want to play around with my face and have droopy eyes and cause other problems. I'm so glad I didn't do that. Uh, I mean, I think... It's. It seems that there's good intentions from from these these. Of course. I mean, I say experts. I mean, it was it was a real lack of knowledge, and I think that um, I think it's profe mm. Professor Veronica now. Um, all the all the research that she's done and and finding out all of this information just means that people. Mm just understand and know more because you know when i speak to mm. lucy when i spoke to lucy we didn't really go into the severity of all the medical procedures she was having i mean she missed three mm. years of school because mm. you know she's in recovery having this that and the other and i think um mm. Now knowing that a lot of the time you don't need to just try and shave it off or do this or laser mm. it off or this, that and the other, um, it's actually a lot easier mm. unless you, there isn't a medical uh, problem with it that you can just live with your skin and not have to endure months mm -hmm. and months and months in, in, in hospital. Mm. I mean, now I'm a parent and I've got children myself, I look at them and I think... At my age, when I was your age, my life was so different. I wasn't going out and playing. I wasn't going to parties. I wasn't wearing this because I was so caught up in my appearance and how mm. different I was and hiding away. What a shame um, that I missed out on all of that because I just couldn't imagine my children missing out on all of them things and going swimming and being with your friends. I mean, my friends love love me. They they have you know they haven't got an issue with my skin they they find it interesting they think it suits me they've not they all the problem laid laid within myself i mean i did um and now as i'm getting older i'm just enjoying life so much more now i've let that go I mean, a bit. It, it, first of all it is lovely to hear all of that lucy but i also find when when mm. we met you were sort of living in a in a mental prison not in a mental home, uh, like it, within your head, I mean by that. Mm. I just want to verify. 100%. You, you seem to be, mm -hmm. I mean, the stuff you tell, you know, you're sort of saying about you're having sleepovers with your girlfriends, you're in a full face of makeup, you, you know, you've got pyjamas up to the your chin. You never went anywhere mm. without any, any skin. I mean, the, uh, no. I mean, people... Today, I'm wearing a T-shirt. I mean, I live in sweatshirts and T-shirts, pretty much. And and jeans, and I'm not just wearing T-shirts. Mm. Um, and you just, you, just, you, just, you just take it for granted. You don't... You put on a T-shirt, you go to the shops, you get some, you know, fruit, whatever. You don't think twice. It's the little things, yeah. And I've had so many people... Uh, especially with Vitiligo, with the, the Freckles series that we did, where 
the subject has never left the house without a full face of makeup. And I, and I yeah, say so full face. I mean, we, you know, I spoke with the lovely uh, Eva who I shot for, for the Vitiligo series and it was the first time she'd left her house. Uh, I mean, a brother drove wow. her over, but it was the first time. And she used to spend two hours, wow. two hours every single morning. Yeah. I get it. I totally but get it. As I say to you, all but how well, it's sad not sad. You are you are living with yourself. You are dealing with it how you felt mm. you needed to at that time. Yeah. The point of the matter is that you mm. have started to look at yourself how others see you, and you've let mm. go of that. And that's an, a ma massive achievement in mm. itself. But as I said to Eva when we were speaking, I said that's minimum of 14 hours a week just getting ready to leave the house. Wow. So if you want to go out and yeah. get a pint of milk, totally if you want to get out, go out and get a pint of milk... Oh, yeah, no You chance. know, you, you better be getting up at, you know, 7 mm. o'clock in the morning to be there for 9 to get... Oh, yeah, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't answer the door if someone knocked at my... If somebody knocked at the door... And I didn't have, I wasn't covered suitably. Oh, I weren't answering that door. I would say to the kids, you need to get the door because I'm not dressed or I haven't got my roll neck on or I haven't. I'd say to the kids, you need to get the door. And then they would kind of know I've got to get the door because mum's not, you know. Ready. Uh, but I'm not mm. like that now. Uh, I've still got a long way but, to go, don't get but, me wrong. Luke, but but Luke, love well, the way I'm going. Me too. Me too. I mean. Yeah. I mean, Turkey, when we first went to my first ever all-inclusive holiday where I share a pool with other people with my children and we got in the pool and obviously you do have to be safe as well because mm. the sun's no good so not just cosmetic but I did put a big t-shirt on to cover some mm. of my arms because it's dangerous with the sun but I got in with the pool with my kids and the giggles from the kids like mum's in the water like this just doesn't happen and I actually thought started to see the positive sides of things I thought I wouldn't be appreciating this as much as I do if it wasn't for my skin because it was amazing to me. Everyone else was just in the pool as this is the normal thing you do. But to me, I was like, this is the best day of my life. It was just oh, really good. Lee. It was really... And we can't wait to go again. We're going again. Lucy, we can't wait. We've got a few holidays booked up, actually. That, we just can't that wait. It's just phenomenal to, to, to hear that. Mm. So, mm. you know, as you're sort of... I mean, I think we're all especially coming out of lockdown. I don't want to harp on about COVID or anything, but, mm. um, yeah, you know, yeah. I think a lot of people, I mean, my mental state was, was shot to bits as, as many of my friends were because you were just sort of climbing the walls. But I, mean, I think, you know, we're mm -hmm. always... I think people are more aware now of, of self-work, is, you know, working on yourself and mm. trying to improve... Oh, my God, yeah. ...how, mm -hmm. you know... And the right yeah, people around you, know, you, the right people. It's kind of helped me as a filter, my skin as well, because it has mm. filtered out the not so good, great, you know, people. And I'm surrounded by great the, people. That love you for you. So it has and been a bit of a judging you for, me. for, you know, for your skin. I mean, it's, it's, ab yeah, not it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it, it, it really does. I mean, somebody said to me once, and it was a really close family, a very close family member, but they said to me once, we was out and there was a man with uh, vitiligo actually and he looked so trendy and mm. cool. And he closed his eyes and he had white eyelids and he was really well built and he just mm. looked great. And I said, how trendy does that, this man mm. look? Like, Because, you know, yeah. with Winnie as well yeah. being so famous with her vitiligo, he looked great. And I was like, he's a really attractive guy. 
And this really close family member said, Lucy, showing off you've got um, a skin condition is like showing off you've got Down syndrome. And what? I remember just being really upset, mm. really upset for the rest of the day, really down. But now, in the frame of mind, I would cut them people out. Like, it's not good. It's not a good... I feel sorry for them that they view the world like that kind of uh, attitude it's, now. Uh, it's, it's disappointing. I mean, the, the, the sad state of affairs, Lucy, is that there's a lot, a lot of mm. people... Um, just need to educate themselves. Well, they just need to, to not think... And and I, and I say that because they're they're <laughs> yeah. they're thinking um, about the wrong the wrong aspects and and to say something like that is, mm-hmm. I mean I don't know this this family member so I'm I'm not going to sit here and 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 waste mm. too much time on that but it's unfortunately this is a common strand with every single mm. person that I I document and I speak to is is mm. that there is always people that are going to stare are going to comment without mm-hmm. your request <laughs> you know it's like why mm-hmm. this is what i don't understand is why people and those people no, don't they matter don't. they don't those matter don't at matter all matter and I, at all so irrelevant it's, it's why people feel compelled to comment um, mm. Because all it's doing is is fueling and right in front of you as well, where you can yeah, and all... yeah, right in front of you. I had people right in front of me before go look at that girl and point, yeah. and I'm thinking I can, I'm a, I, I'm a human, I can hear yeah. and see you, and I know what you're doing, kind yeah. of thing. But then now I've got the attitude where I feel like, oh, I'm going to stand closer so you can have a good look because yeah. you're obviously really interested. But I mean, you can come and ask me, and I'll talk to you about it yeah. all day. That they don't need to be pointing and and it's them people that probably wouldn't cope but too well if they had it themselves. But it's also it's ignorance and it's, inqu- you know, they're inquisitive. Mm. But I, I, I recall a photographing a, a, a lad for my Freckles series and his, he had a Caucasian American mum who was sort of, you know, Caucasian skin, blonde hair. And his father was from the Middle East. And so uh, and mm. he was, you know, mixed race. Um, and he had... A face full of, I mean, his freckles on his face were just, I mean, so intense. Amazing face, okay? So he spoke English um, and he's, I can't remember which language, so I do apologise for my geographical lack of knowledge, spoke the local dialect where mm-hmm. he lived in the Middle East, okay? But he, he looked mixed race, but with a, this amazing face of, of freckles. And his girlfriend applied for him he was a he was a professional footballer who's who's living in sweden and his girlfriend was in manchester and she applied for him and uh, you know they came over and we were talking about ignorance within the family okay and he used to say two things he said he had an uncle and he they, just remember this is freckles but in within that culture or wherever he grew up his uncle said that he should be under lock and key and not out in public because he because he was wow. a, an embarrassment to the family and the family name. Yeah. That was the first thing. Mm-hmm. Second thing, because he was mixed race and, he, you know, he would be in, um, you know, walking the streets and he would either get stopped by the security sort of military and carded to see who he was because he, mm. he stuck out from the crowd 
And the locals mm. would pass comment and say things like, you should be stoned in the square. You're a disgrace to humanity. Because oh he had freckles. For the colour of his skin. No, no, because he had freckles. Oh, yeah, just because he had freckles. That is just... That's so I unreal. think, you know, the, there is ignorance everywhere. I mean, I I'd, I'd, I'd hardly know anything mm. about anything, but I'd, what I do know is that you, you don't judge and you d and you definitely don't comment and take pictures and, and ridicule mm. people you know life like you said why would you want to be the same as everybody else exactly why would you want to blend in exactly and yeah I th and i think i spent my whole life trying to blend in i mean you wouldn't want the same dress as anyone else you go out your way to find the most different dress and i you don't you'd be so disappointed if your friend had the same dress so it, why do you want to have the do same you know skin? what that it so same when you buy a that, dog, you don't go for is, a plain one, you go for the most fancy looking dog. That is a T-shirt, Lucy. Why would you want mm. the same dress? You yep. wouldn't go to a party in the same dress as your best friend. That, mm -hmm. that you, you have literally yep. just got a T-shirt line there. I think you need to get on the phone to Carrie mm -hmm. Matters now and split the profits. I'll design it <laughs> for you. I'll do it pro bono. You two split the yeah. profits. Uh, seriously, you could not have encapsulated <laughs> that any better and i'm going to be mm. pinching that lucy no that is your quote mm -hmm. but i'm going to be nicking it on a weekly basis now <laughs> i was laying in the bar and i think things are definitely getting better as time's going on the generation's different and being different is so more mm. well accepted i was laying in the bath the other day and my youngest still jumps in the bath with me and she said i wish i had your skin and i said what why oh, I would love to have skin like that and be different and everyone would want to look at me. And she was really, like, wanted it. But, and I thought, good for you that you want to I be different. But I think the kids are... And I've say, I say this time and time again, you know, people aren't born racist, people aren't born bigots, people aren't... You know, They're people not, are no. taught from listening mm -hmm. to friends and family as they grow up how how life is yeah. perceived by them and i think when when you have yeah. um when you take a toddler to a playground they will just play with anybody because they're just open to yep. they just want a, a, mm -hmm. a companion to play with and it's only during yeah. life and experience and and what happens and what mm, that they yeah, get this drummed, get this into drummed into exactly oh definitely i agree I remember my mum telling me a story years ago when I was a toddler and it was a very hot day and I think I was in like a little, I don't know what I was in, but it was revealing my skin and I was in a park and there was other mums dragging their kids away and saying, do not play with this little girl. You might catch something and dragging their kids away. Mm -hmm. And I would know that, oh, you know, I'm so different. People don't even want to play with me as a child because they thought they'd catch something. Or, oh, you know, don't go with that little girl. And I, that, I remembered that. So if that's always in your mind growing up, of course you're going to feel some type of way of wanting to hide it growing up. Yeah, yeah. again, um, it, it, just, it just angers me. It just frustrates me that, mm. that people are, are that ignorant. You know, ask. Mm. You know, find out mm. before you, you, you act mm. in, in those situations. I mean, obviously, if you were... You know, mm. running around with a gun or a flamethrower or something of that nature. Fair enough. You don't want to be playing with you, but you know, it's mm. it, it, it's it's yeah. it's 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 just ignorance. And I think it is great yeah. that, like you say, the the generation you know our kids are in. 
and with the internet and um, all those things, Lucy, is that that people are seeing mm. what is out there um, and learning. Mm-hmm. So when they're adults... Mm. I mean, Instagram's been amazing mm. for that reason because I have so many people now that I follow that have got my skin condition and it's so refreshing to see. So... And they're wearing a vest top and they've got their arms out yeah. and they're proud of it and they look great. So to dive in there, Lucy, I mean, when, when we sort of connected on Instagram and then you came down to the show, you were sort of saying growing up there was nobody in in your eyes that I had this... I didn't even know what I, what I had. Yeah, nobody you knew. I didn't even know what it was You'd called. never met anyone that had CMN. No, never. And I remember actually walking into that room that day didn't know what I was going to expect. I had my jacket on, I had my hair in front of my neck, I had my makeup on, so it wasn't obvious. And I just kind of strolled around taking it in before I said, you know, I have this condition. And I always remember there was a little girl there and she had a dress on. Mm. And I looked and I could see the bottom of her legs and she had all these moles. Now I knew they were CMN moles, they're different to normal Mm. moles. They were all different sizes and she had dark hair from the back. And I remember feeling so many emotions because I thought it's me like it's like me as a child because I hadn't ever seen anybody and I was like they're my legs they're my legs Mm. that's me like as a child and she turns around and sort of grinned at me and I remember she doesn't even realize how I'm staring because I'm like amazed that there's another human yeah I wanted to say I I, I've got what Mm. I'm like you kind of thing but she was absolutely happy and completely you know and and then I met Mm. Gemma who came in and I remember saying, I'm really sorry, but can I, t- can I touch it? Yeah. I mean, I've got yeah. this condition, but I was so yeah. amazed to see it on someone that wasn't me. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to touch it. It was really weird. And talking to her, it was like, it was like I've met my Twin. family, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. know what I mean. I was like, oh, my God, you know what it's like. Because with friends and family, oh, I know. No, they I don't, understand. no you don't understand. No, you don't understand. You can no, empathise. Yeah. But she did. But she did, and she understood, and we were telling stories to each other, and I was like, oh, mm. my God, yeah. And oh, I, I was buzzing for weeks after that, talking it, to everybody it was, there. It was, it was it such was an amazing thing to sort of observe because we, mm. like I say, we were doing some yeah. news interviews, so it was being recorded, you know, visually. So I it was, was sort, of, yeah. I sort of saw you in my peripheral vision, um, and I just, like I say, I remember you, uh, you had these sort of tight jeans on, you know, these legs up to your armpits and this T-shirt and these heels looking <laughs> yeah. looking sort of like a rock chick, sort of Susie Quattro. <laughs> but it was just, I could sort, I was, because I was so keen, because you'd sent me a photograph so I knew who you were, so, you know, I could introduce mm. myself. But there were yeah. people at that show, and I... I spoke about this when when I spoke with Jody an episode I think it was episode 3 that were in their 50s and 60s that had never met another person with CMN no. and I think listening to yeah. to all of these different lives that everyone's you know led they're all different they're all individual they're all unique mm. but there is these common experiences that you all have is that mm. the you know, yeah. Jodie was sort of saying there was nobody else. Nobody knew what it was. I thought it was just me. And then all no. of a sudden... Oh, you... same. Yeah. All these people. I was like, wow. Like, I just couldn't believe it. And now I follow so many people on Instagram with it. 
And I'm like, I didn't... I literally thought I was the only person in the whole wide world. Mm. I didn't even know it had a name. I thought it was you were just born with all these... Yeah. It's like a rare one in a million mm. thing. The only person on earth. That's what I honestly believed. Yeah. And then I got there and there was all these other people and I was just so shocked. There's a name for it. It's recognised. Mm. It's a condition. And I was just like, I couldn't believe so, it. So, I mean, so you would have been what, thirty-five, thirty-six? Yeah, thirty-five yeah, when, yeah. when the show was on. And we've covered the, the fact that you know you went out and bought some shorts. You've been on your beach holiday. Oh, I did after that. Yeah, and I came to that all on my own because I thought I was. But I'd be embarrassed to bring anyone with me, even my own partner, to say, this is what I've kind of got. And I, so I went all on my own. Now I think, oh, I wish I'd brought mm. them all and bring the kids and because this is what I'm a part of. But back then, that's how different my mindset was. It was like, this is a secret that this is where I am because this is what I've but got. Also, but also, but Neil, so Neil like, does sound the right kind of guy to be with Amazing. as you grow Amazing. as an individual anyway. Oh, he's like, oh, these shorts are nice. And I'll be like, I can't wear them. Why? No, he's, he's, he's amazing, yeah. So we've got, we've got a few holidays planned. But it's a hot just, ones. it's so... Hot ones. He literally, I mean, in Thailand, we was walking down the road and I'd have it all out and people would be staring and what's happened to your legs? And he'd go, mosquito bites. <laughs> and I'd go, oh, don't say that. Like, he, it does not bother him at all. So... No, not so, at all. So, I mean, we, we're coming up towards the hour i feel like i could talk for days with you and I, i'd like to get you oh, i'd yeah, like to see to about you maybe coming over and doing the scar series do you think would you consider doing yeah. that come out of re, come definitely, out of retirement yeah. for me for Love old time's to. sake that would be good to yeah, get you back over definitely. to yeah you know as we sort of head towards the end of our lovely chat to hear you you know being under lock and key literally for for mm. such a long time and you know the prepper hair and makeup and the the clothes and the safety pins all of this sort mm. of locked away in this sort of you know th this prison that you were in and yeah. and as you've sort of so confidently now and rightly so you know, heading in the right direction. For someone that is born with um, an extensive birthmark that's, you know, visible or, or someone with a skin condition or anything like that, what, what sort of it, what life lessons have you learned in the last decade on how to live oh life God. and how to... If, I, how if to... I could talk to my younger self... If I could talk to my younger self, oh, my God... I would never not do something based on because of my skin. And I think I've spent so long, I can't, I'd love to go there, but I'm not going to because I can't wear this or I don't look nice. Or, for example, my bestest friend in the world is getting married next year. She's getting married in a hot country. If she'd have asked me a few years ago before that day, would you be my bridesmaid? I'd have had to say no. I would have missed out on being her bridesmaid because... I can't be a bridesmaid with my skin. I said I'd be the vicar and wear something <laughs> around my neck and marry you, but I can't be the bridesmaid. And I always said I'm really sorry, but I could never do it. She asked me again this year, would you be my maid of honour? I said I 100% will be your maid of honour. I can't wait. And I will walk so down the good. aisle and I will have my so legs out good. because it's not about me that day, it's about so her, good. yeah. And I'm, that's a, yeah, so that's the difference. I, I'm, I really am... Um, 
and it's a hard thing to say. I'm speechless, Lucy. Lucy Reeves, yeah. I've got to say, it has been an absolute pleasure to Thank just yeah, to see too. that fierce it. hair. I mean, the hair yeah. <laughs> is incredible. We had a Beach slight, today. we had a slight <laughs> hiccup you. in the middle, which my my yeah. my good friend and editor Chris Fink, my partner in crime, will hopefully be able to <laughs> sort out. But can so, can ow. we can we on air can we can we sort of say that you will come over and and be do, 100% would you would get love the lovely Neil to do a, a photo of your tummy for me just to just yeah, to um, refresh my memory I would love that yeah <laughs> and then we'll we'll get yeah. you over in in the uh, I mean yeah. I'll be I'll be shooting this scar series till I'm sixty at this rate due to lockdown so yeah. there's, there's no major rush. So, Lucy Reeves, thank yeah. you so much for coming on. Um, Thanks so I'm much. going to be delving into Lucy's series that we shot back in April of 2019, and I will be grading a brand new image for the the Just Cast podcast, where, which we put all of our... Perfect. We can and do we some are, new ones. We are going to be doing some new ones. Whatever well, we're we'll going to do, do for ones. Scars, but, I mean, th this will be going out probably before you... Unless you really get it together and come over next week. All right, Whenever let's do it want. soon. So Whenever I'm going to stop want. recording now, um, and hopefully you okay, have... Okay. Just stay on the line on the call... Yeah. So I, I want to say goodbye, Lucerys. Thank you so much for being on Face Value with Brock Elbank. So and hopefully Pleasure. we've both recorded this all right. So lots yeah. of love and <laughs> goodbye. Thanks a lot. Thank you.